Hello, you are listening to Talking Utter Slot, the podcast for those who enjoy racing and collecting Skeletrics type slot cars. Welcome to episode 11 of Talking Utter Slot with me, Scott, and my partner in 132nd scale crime, Pedro. In this episode, we'll be talking about what's caught our eye in the slot news, the return of full size magnetraction racing, or as some call it, Formula One, and hand controllers. Just how many knobs do you need? Well, Pedro, I've had a good week. I got a tax return, which meant, I, <laughs> which you know, cheers anybody up. But the, the significance is it meant I could afford some new slot cars. But we'll come back to those. What's caught your eye this week? What's caught my eye this week? What's come through my letterbox is not a tax return. But uh, when we were talking earlier, I said that the post had arrived and I did run to it thinking oh, premium bonds. But that was last week. Um, but I've got some decals from Slot Fabric, which uh, makes me very happy. I mean, you've got a tax return, obviously money in the back pocket. You you win. But I've got some decals. So um, I'm happy as Larry with that. Very quick service. Just a little plug for Slot Fabric. Um, not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> never will be. No, um, no, to be to, to be fair, no one is. <laughs> <laughs> Who would? Um, but yeah, got a set of decals through, which is always exciting. Um, now I've just got to test fit the body, strip off all the flash, uh, prime it, uh, wash it, sorry, prime it, paint it, um, put some a varnish glossy coat over it then put all those fiddly little decals on then put more um clear coat over the top and then i'm there so yeah tomorrow you've 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 missed one fairly important detail oh my god what did i miss out decals for what what car are we talking about oh oh big secret um it's for uh a sideways bentley continental conti to those who know um gt3 racer and I've gone for the, I think it was, they seem to vary the number of hours they go round and round at Kyle Army. I'm pretty sure this year it was a, oh, I'm going to get it wrong. This year it was probably eight hours. My decals are for the nine hours, which I think was 2020. 2020 no, it, it, it was nine hours this year. It just seemed a lot longer because there weren't many hours. <laughs> yeah, we discussed that, didn't we? <laughs> but yeah, uh, but no, it was the nine hours. Okay, so and why? I, so tell us why you particularly wanted to livery up a Bentley. Why not just get one of the ones that Sideways have done from the factory, as it were? Well, one, they have a thing of... Um, they released the white kits quite a bit before they actually punt out any factory painted stuff. Um, and so if you're itching to scratch the Bentley Continental itch, why wait? Plus there's a the fun of doing it. I mean, I, I've gone wrong <laughs> in so many ways. Let's not talk about my life. Let's just talk about <laughs> slot cars. Um, I've gone wrong and I've got so many projects on the go and so many projects backed up. It's ridiculous. And it is worrying frankly um if i snuff it snuff it today my kids are going to go in and, why, why has he got all these kits i'm not as bad as some people i don't buy kits purely to have them sit on the shelf i buy kits i have them sit on the shelf and then eventually i turn them into um cars but uh, i think i've got something like five or six 124 so i had a mad binge on ebay last year and um set myself up with some 124s which have yet to be made. <clears throat> I've got, uh, let's see, there's two uh, sideways hurricanes that are partly done. One of them predates COVID. There's 
the Bentley, there's the Lexus, there's the Aston, uh, there's two M6s, and that's it for sideways because I refuse to have any truck with the folder. Okay, that's interesting. Well, I can send you some livery ideas for the Lexus because I'm, I made a whole load of them, uh, liveries, that is, on Gran Turismo. Um, I know, but, but that, that doesn't equate to water slides. I need water slides. Can you do that for me? No, I, I don't have a printer to do that. If I could do that, then I would probably do it. That sort of mm. witchcraft and wizardry is beyond me. But I'm sure there's some craftsmen out there that'll do it. If next week, uh, when we record this, if we if we manage to make it that far, um, if I don't snuff it today, uh, I, hopefully what will come through my letterbox will be another set of decals, but this time not from, um, is he in Slovakia? I think he's in Slovakia. Um, but from, oh, no. I've done that thing of starting talking and then realizing what I'm saying is wrong. I thought I'd ordered some from Atalaya, but actually I think there are another lot coming from the east of Europe. Um, MTR, I've got some coming from MTR. MTR 32. Uh, MTR 32. Tom Tomsek, I think his name yes. is. I have five. Doesn't... I have five cars made by him many years. ago. I was going to say he does some very nice um, mm. cars, and he he does wicked chassis. Have, is that right? Well, I don't. I mean, yeah, they're all handmade and all that. They're all different. I mean, I, I've they've been and the boxes are handmade. Um, I, I cherish mine. The boxes, the boxes that mine came are all are all made by him. Be- Let's not go there with boxes. Beautiful. <laughs> when you come to visit, I'll let you look at them. Um, but- <laughs> Anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> handmade boxes, though. I'm I'm confused and slightly angry. I just don't care about the boxes. Well, wait till you see them. I think you know, there's a certain artisan. Oh, uh, what you you're suggesting? I'm going to have an epiphany. Well, <laughs> before we go on to what else? Oh, he said bangs his microphone. Uh, before we go on, just tell me are the, the chassis chassis on his stuff. They're, they're like bespoke as well, aren't they? They're they are good. They are yes. Okay. I can't see whether they're good or not. Yeah, I mean, one of the challenges I took, uh, the last time I ran them, I took them all the way to Switzerland uh, to go and run on uh, Swiss Racers Club track, and uh, which we did. I mean, some of them, the tyres are very dry, uh, but they, they ran. A couple of them are sort of seized, basically, so the gearing, and, the, and I was, I'm too scared to really do anything about it, so I need to put some releasing agent into the various bearings and stuff and hope that that does the trick uh but hellfire that sounds like proper like the tolerances are minuscule and it needs proper maintenance well yeah they don't get used very much i mean i bought them because they were nice things and i would take them to the club and run them without racing them because they don't fit into anything but that was 15 years ago but you haven't told us what what the them are oh there's a super uh, so the le mans supra the le mans mr2 uh Group C Toyotas. Hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Le Mans MR2, you mean the MC... That one, yes. Eight MC... Yeah. Uh, I follow that dude on Instagram, the guy who owns the only road-going mm. MCR8. It's a very pretty car. I like it's that. A, we're pretty stretching it, but it's, yeah, it's unusual. Let's put it that no, way. No, 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 no. Well, it's, it's pretty in a, in a Testarossa style, and I don't like the Testarossa, but I do like the... Um, is it MC8, MCR? It's something like that, yeah. I can't remember why the designation yeah. is that way, but uh, it's wonderfully bat crazy Le Mans, Le Mans car. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is kind of what I like about Le Mans, and you don't really get anymore. Uh, probably why I'm so excited about Gar- yes. Garage 56, really. 
anyway, yeah, that's true. Anyway, talking about one twenty fourth, you mentioned one twenty fourth. You bought some kits, but you were mm. previously getting excited about the BRM Ferrari one twenty fourth. You mean in the pre-show chat? Yeah, in our green room. <laughs> um, was I getting excited, or was I just rolling my eyes slightly? I mean, I just noticed that, like buses, suddenly there's three of them coming along, um, uh, and not technically true because Slotted have done one, and BRM are doing the three now. They're doing Sunoco's, and to my untrained eye, the only difference between all three of them is the colour of the uh, wing at the back, which. Yeah, I could take or leave. No, I wasn't getting excited about them. I merely noted the fact that here we go, yet more Sunoco. Okay. In which case, I apologise for even bringing it up. The uh, the thing that's related to 512 Ferraris uh, in the week, I think we can call it that, in the week of the slotted stroke polycar car, is that this old Spirit model, which whilst I like and I have one no way could I defend them being as good as the slotted model they're probably slower they're not as uh, you know finely engineered all that sort of thing they're probably not as good as scale models so slightly deficient every way but the used prices of those things instead of plummeting which you would imagine given there's a nice shiny new version available they seem to be keeping up and that taps into something I mean really? well unscientific me scrolling on my iPad looking at eBay uh, survey <laughs> but I think I was expecting slot car prices to plummet because you know there's a recession on people having to burn small children and re- elderly relatives in order to stay warm they haven't got money to spend on toy cars so I thought great you know eBay prices are going to plummet they don't seem to be I mean I you know, Cars of you know, the new stuff all took a sort of what, 10, 12 pound hike last year, didn't they? The new stuff, mm-hmm. the used stuff is all taken a seem, seemingly a similar price hike as well. Fine. If I'm afraid I think the days of bargains on eBay, have, uh, they they passed away five or six years ago. So where do you get bargains now then? Yeah, well, you don't get bargains. Welcome to Thatcher's Britain. <laughs> You don't get bargains now, do you? I mean, you might get the occasional one at a swap meet. Yeah, you do. Actually, I think I think that's it. The, the swap meets are the place to get your bargains. Okay. I'm not trying to encourage footfall or anything, although I'm sure it will help them. But I think that because uh, in, a, in a podcast previous, I'm sure I mentioned picking up and being sore tempted by a relatively cheap Mercury Cougar. I think it was only 20 quid. I, I would be reasonable confident he said in a way that suggests he isn't uh that would have gone for more on ebay okay oh, do you mean i'm looking in all the wrong places for my bargains never mind uh, no i think you're just naive <laughs> <laughs> this is very true um canny a canny naive uh, yeah that's yeah <clears throat> um one thing which is definitely not a bargain uh was something which caught my eye which was the velisor bugatti diorama oh, with the Lord. tent um, now, uh, I did get... Tell us how much it was, Scott. It was more than my tax return, um, and my, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably just... More than your tax return and my premium bond Oh, yeah, combined. yeah. I guess it's probably just as well, so it removed all temptation. But it is... I mean, Velisor, if people don't know them, please look it up uh, on, on Google. It, it, you'll spend the pleasant 20 minutes, half an hour on the website just amazed at the quality of the modelling that they do. 
your mind will be blown. Yeah, but this set is five cars in front of a kind of tent structure, which is the workshop, uh, and it's got mechanics and tools and stuff and the dusty ground, and it looks fantastic. I think from memory, it was well, it was it was well north of four thousand euro. So. Yay, 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 Caramba. Yeah. Uh, so four grand. <laughs> four grand for five cars. Four grand. Which you'd be scared to run. And a tent, sorry. Five cars. Yeah, and don't, a tent. don't forget the tent. Yeah, don't forget the tent. Yeah. But that was, it's, it's a lovely, as I have to say, the joy of small things, then those small things are definitely uh, full of joy. And you don't even have to own them. You can just yeah. appreciate them by looking at them. Speaking of small things. It is nice to look at the modeling on their website and just the detail. And I, in the preamble, I did say, no, I tra- no. Those cars, the shape, the madness of them, absolutely zero appeal. But I can look at them as models and think of the time and effort and the skill that went into them. I still think five grand's too much, like four grand, whatever it was. So how much are you willing to pay for an SRC BMW 2.8? Take my house. Take my house. I will have one. Um, I will have many. Uh, that You're right. That is the other thing that caught my eye. Um, they have... So I think last week there was pictures on the socials of a plain one, um, possibly a, what do they call it, a test print from the uh, actual moulding, which was, you know, I had a little fillip of excitement, but also measured, tempered rather, by the knowledge that they have been talking about this car since 2018. Holy mother of, that's a long time. But this week, today, you pointed me at a picture of a painted car. And it does look mighty pretty. The 2.8. Is it a CS? A CSR? Or a C- C- what is it? CS or CSL, like, I guess. Um, CSL. I, yeah. I think they're, they're saying they're going to be sort of, uh, well, I think it says ready for ordering in March. I don't know whether that's deliveries in March or Oof. But yeah, Ooh, that's close, but, and and close to our birthdays, Scott. Close to our birthdays. Uh, you, you you are you fishing about something? What I'd like for my birthday? No, I'm okay. dropping hints about what I would like for mine. <laughs> Does my birthday come before your birthday? It might. Yeah. Okay. Not much. Well, I get the BMW, and you get something else. I get whatever's left. I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure there's an SCX somewhere for you. Thank you very much. Well, I I. There's been that long protracted development phase that you mentioned, and I, you know, there's lots of good reasons for that. I'm sure they're a small company. There was a thing called the pandemic, you know, all that good stuff. But the I started off going, yeah, that'll be very nice, but I'm not going to get one of them. And then there was sort of pictures of the actual shell. I thought, yeah, it's very nice, but I'm not going to get one of them. The closer it has got, and the more I see of the thing the more I'm going, oh, yes, I think I have to get one of those. At the minute, I'm... Res- you are weak. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're the one who said you were going to sell your house to get one. I think... Well, I was just, yeah. My excuse at the minute is I'm, I'm going to wait for a different livery because I think there will be some better liveries. That's... Mm, they're, they're, I mean, that's what that's a gift that's going to keep giving, isn't it? They could they can work that mould, I'm sure, for quite a while and produce some right right tasty stuff even before they move to the next version and put wings and things. Um, the one that has been um, shown today, I think it's quite attractive. And uh, I'm not 
I don't tend to be an early adopter of a model. I tend to wait for something better to come along. Um, sometimes I've regretted that when you can't get the old one that was, it turns out, on that side of things better than the later ones. Um, I, I still have to, SRC, I'm still a virgin with, and I think this will be the one that takes my cherry. Okay. Yeah, sorry, you, you, that completely threw you, and the images were horrible, and I apologize, dear listener. If you have been affected by anything discussed in this program, sort your life out. Sort your life out. <clears throat> well, uh, talking about uh, multiple use of a mold, this may lead us on to a video that we both saw, and sorry for talking about a video on a podcast, but um, it's by, the channel is called Slaughter, or Slot R, Oh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And a, the chap's called Dave. Uh, sorry, Dave. I don't know your surname. I probably should, but I'm afraid I just know you as Dave. And it was about the Escort uh, Hot Rod model that Skeletric recently announced, which obviously uses the Mark II Escort body that they've done for several years and several liveries. But this one, unlike all the other rally cars, has got sort of no windows because it's a hot rod it's a sort of oval racing uh, car now to me it kind of went okay that's interesting i haven't seen them do that kind of car before except of course they did do the many many years ago they did the super stock cars didn't they uh, but the yeah uh, they did but, that's true but um it's not gone down well with dave he's obviously a bit of a hot rod expert he's not happy is he and he wasn't very happy um so, he makes me look positively cheerful well I think he he very methodically goes through all the things he doesn't like about it. He does, uh, which itemised bullet point lists is commended. Um, but it comes back to I think something we keep visiting here is that about how, uh, and I think this is all slot car companies. I'll say I won't single out Skeletric, um, where they get it almost all right, and it falls down to the well: is it a is it, is it a scale model or is it a toy? Uh, and does it look like what it's supposed to be? And does it really matter if you put a micrometer on it and it's not quite the right width or it's not quite the right height? Um, to me, that looks like a fun car. And if you like that car, great. If you were looking for a scale model of it, is it close enough or is it annoying? I, don't I looked at it and thought when, when they announced it and they were just renders, I did think, yeah, yeah, not interested, not at all interested. It's an Escort. I don't like Escorts. Uh, actually, it was quite, I quite like the Mark ones. Um, but I, I was completely nonplussed about it. But I thought it good that they were doing it. It's another kind of uh, area that hasn't been catered for. And Skelectric were kind of moving in on it. And I thought, well, top marks for doing that. Um, you won't see any of my money with it. But I'm sure you will see money from plenty of people. And I think, I thought, they had done a reasonably good job. But um, your mate Dave fairly pulls it apart, doesn't he? He's not a happy bunny. He's not. Oh, I should say. Sorry, I was. I was going to say, um, that guy in America who listens to us. That that one guy. Uh, he will probably be going hot rod. Um, guy in America, you need to watch Slotter's video because he explains what hot rod means over here. We share a common language, um, and you guys have twisted it into something else. So a hot rod to you is not a hot rod to us. Uh, pray continue if you've <laughs> kept your line of thought. <laughs> No, I'm I'm completely lost now. No, it was it was uh, it was oh. just an interesting. No, I'm not not really. It's uh, as you say, it's an interesting one. I wonder, uh, and again, something we come to. Oh, see, when they launch a car in a segment, you know, if they launch a rally car, there's usually another rally car to play with it, or a Formula One car. There's two of them, or whatever. 
There's nothing else in the range that would race with that escort at the minute. It's a kind of a one-off. At the minute, no. So what other I, so what other mouldings have they got that they could make a hot rod out of? But do they need to? Surely, uh, as Dave in his video points out, there are other um, escort is a common beast for going round and round and round and round and only turning left. Um, and I can just imagine that they'll just pump out a whole load of those. So you've got um, like for like racing. Also, isn't there a weird um, mini on steroids coming out that would race or might race against it? Oh, uh, There's something in the catalog, isn't there? I don't know what class that is. I know the Possibly one you. Not hot rod. I know the one you mean, but yes, yeah, I don't know if it's hot rod. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. Anyway, see, check out. Stop, I think check. Dave has a point, though. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, check it out. I think he has a perfectly good point, which he labours, <laughs> um, hypocrisy, um, that they've done a odd job with it in that the attention to detail is they, they're a weird bunch. Scalectrics. Um, I find them frustrating in that they seem to take massive. Uh, time over getting some things right and then they'll do something like this because I think he said even the there's a one key decal that is completely the wrong size completely the wrong font so like, well, how do you how do you look at a photo of what you're trying to make a model of look at what's in your hand and go yeah that's that's the same or are you just going yeah it's good enough I don't know well but he he and his uh, many hot rodding fans apparently are offended and apparently sending them back yes really yeah, well, that's interesting. Um, well, on that theme, I one of my uh, purchases with my aforementioned tax return was the new team. <laughs> <laughs> team it's made you very happy, isn't it? Yeah. You're going to mention it all. All the day. Team slot, uh, Lancia, Stratos, Alitalia, uh, the new one in the gold box. Uh, so the number two of the kind of special, I don't know what they call it, but some sort of special series. Uh, I've got a lot mm. of Stratos. Uh, but I wanted to always have another one, uh, and the it came beautifully wrapped in lots of bubble wrap in the box, and the box was fine. Unfortunately, although the car was securely screwed to the base of the box, the base had moved about, <laughs> so the the car had bashed about on top of the inside of the box, and you know, so I thought, I thought, do I send it back? Do I not? I thought, no, it's going to take me. Five minutes to glue the spoiler back on. You know, the roof area was a little bit bent, so I kind of heated that up and straightened it a little. So I I run my cars anyway. So it's it, you know chances are it's going to be on its roof at one point or other when I'm running it anyway. So that was fine. That's not what you tell me. You tell me you're a driving god. No, no, no very much not. Mm, interesting. <laughs> been fed a lie. Is there a, is there a sort of Chinese god of incompetence? Because that would be me. Sort of anyway. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, sending things. But the reason I mention all that is sending things back. It would take quite a lot for me to send something back. I think. Um, I when know. you said that, I was thinking, ah, oh, therein lies the rub, doesn't it? it? With the hobbyists, it's um, does anyone send anything back? I mean, Dave's mates apparently do, but I, because we're hobbyists, we look at we've got superglue and we look at a thing and think, nah, it's not worth a bother, is it? Going down the package it back up, go back down the post office, wait a few days, wait for them to acknowledge it, and then they'll say, mm, I've got some super glue, I'll just stick it. I don't think we should, but that's just the way we are. Maybe it's because we're British. Ah, do you mean we sort of just sort of stoically get on with it, don't complain? Yes, it's it's Dunkirk all over again. <laughs> <laughs> it seems as lot has come upside down and it's just like Dunkirk. 
it's, it is just a metaphor for Dunkirk. <laughs> However, I'm totally with you on the team slot Stratos. I don't know why. I don't think the shape is, I don't know, but I look at it and think it's just mm, it's borderline cartoonish when I look at mine. I've got three now, and I love them. There's something about them. They're cars that will never make the eBay pile. They will never be fully properly raced, but they'll never make the eBay pile. eBay pile hard to say. Um, because I look at them and they just bring me joy. Just sitting there, going nowhere. That's the key. They bring you joy. That's the bring you joy. Mm-hmm. That lets me segue into our next section. Beautifully. Oh God, it's seamless, <laughs> Almost, Scott. Seamless. We're on fire. Because um, Formula One has returned. Uh, oh, not where I thought uh, you were going. Okay. Apparently. And uh, the, uh, it was yesterday. So we're recording this on Monday. So there was a race in Bahrain. And I think you watched it. Uh, Meanwhile, I was on YouTube. I was also watching Formula One. I was watching the 1998 Belgian Grand Prix, the highlights of which uh, had popped up on YouTube. And it's the one which rained a lot. And there was a big crash at the beginning and a crash at the restart. And Michael Schumacher drove into the back of David Coulthard. And... Oh, and it, is that the one where they decided the results after one lap? No, 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 no. This, this goes the full <laughs> distance. And uh, and Damon wins. Mm. And uh, Jordan got a one-two. Like it, it was all, it was great. Uh, and although I'd seen it before, and although I knew the result, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The cars were sliding about. and All the drivers were people I knew. Meanwhile, you watched the Bahrain Grand Prix. Yeah, where they went, where was they sliding about? I'm not sure there was sliding about. Uh, hang on, I want to go back to the 98. Somehow it was more exciting, I fear. There's a comment. Um, is that the one where Frentzen was closing down Mr. Hill and saying, Can I pass him? Can I pass Schumacher, him? Schumacher, uh, Ralph, because uh, it would have Ralph, Ralph, he Ralph. was lapping faster. Now, again, you know, debate here is would, would Ralph have been fast? Was Damon being sensible, saying, Look, we're, we don't take any risks, we're one, two. The team have never mm-hmm. had that. Yes, I could go faster to keep you behind, or was it you know? So anyway, uh, Ralph did as he was told and stayed behind. And I worked with I've worked with get... Ralph. That's a, this is becoming a feature. I've worked. I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't really. He was a Toyota driver when uh, and came to Goodwood um, when we were doing Goodwood. Um, I love the way you stretch working with people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hell, I, I would say with if it was Ralph and who was the other dude? Uh, oh, as you name them, I've known them. The, um, John, Watson. John Watson. John Watson. The mercurial. All, all I'll say about Ralph Schumacher <clears throat> is the nice... Steady, steady. We haven't got solicitors. The nicest Formula One driver I ever worked with uh-huh. was Olivier Panis. Oh. <laughs> you were going to say yeah obviously set me up and the audience that poor soul in america um so what i will say before i go on about bahrain is suddenly as you as as there was talk of uh was that bitten and hisses style jordan f1s i think it was was. that's an era i think i could buy into the f1 cars were still distinctive shapes um and yeah, I could buy into that if uh, NSR or Scalotto or anyone else want to uh, well, you don't, you, revisit those. You don't need. You don't need to. I've got the Ninko uh, Jordan. I've also got the Skeletrix one. That that livery on them. Uh, I had the Ninko one. If it isn't in the eBay pile, that's because it's gone to eBay. I suspect it's gone ah, to eBay. What a dumb, I mean, those are, it was. It wasn't a bad model, was it? NC two motor. They were nice. This front wheel steering. They handled pretty well, and it was, they were good. Why is it okay? Why is it with F1s the manufacturers feel the need to front wheel steer? Because you can see them. 
Okay, the, next. Because they, <clears throat> they stick out. And how difficult can it be? Because the 1960s Formula Junior type cars. Um, yeah, they all they had all it. had steering. I mean, you know, it was pretty hopeless and they didn't go around very well. But um, so uh, yeah. Now we didn't mention that. In, sorry, jumping in. We didn't mention that in the preamble. But your mate Johnny down on the south coast is doing 3D prints for those old cigar-shaped cars that leave me cold. And you, I thought, were borderline excited. I think anything that I mean, I think those cars. Again, I always use the word charm. I think they have a lot of charm because I, you know, I remember them when I was a kid. Um, getting them to run is not the easiest thing in the world, in, in my book. Um, so getting them to sort of handle a bit better would probably be no bad thing. Hopefully not putting some mental motor in them because, you know, apart from anything else, mm. as scale speeds, these things didn't go that fast, which is why I referred to mm. real Formula 1 as full-size magnet traction. To my mind, it's the only it's the only class of slot card which a magnet makes sense because the Formula One car does a modern Formula One car does look like that. Yeah, although Fernando's look at that, bringing it right round again. It's like we're professionals. Um, Fernando had a good old dab of Oppo uh, coming out of one of the corners when he was chasing with um, with Lewis, I believe. Uh, yesterday, you missed it. It's worth possibly looking uh, for that on YouTube. He I think he passes him, uh, expects a counter-attack coming out of the corner, so puts his right foot down, and wee a little bit of oppo required, and pass goes Lewis. I may be remembering it completely wrong, but certainly um, there was a brief, that was, I think, the one burst of opposite lock that we had in uh, the Bahrain Grand Prix. It wasn't the most exciting race. Um, I think Williams, Williams, sorry, Mercedes brought the excitement because both Russell and Lewis had uh, good little dices that I think the camera showed uh, over drone type footage of them going through a sequence of curves and chasing people or being chased and it was that was exciting and that was the excitement of the Bahraini Grand Prix it wasn't a stellar one it wasn't bad bad result so there was sorry so we don't so, we don't have a Dutch listener do we so there was one so I don't care there was one there was <clears> one <throat> oversteering moment that's the that's the highest one oversteering moment <laughs> yeah and that'll do for the season <laughs> This is why I do. When I say I don't watch Formula One anymore, I do occasionally because it's very difficult to give up. But uh, you know, really, it's um, they need to make this. I have a friend. I have another friend. You won't believe it, but I do. Yeah, I can claim. I'll even I'll even bring a photo of him next time. <laughs> and he maintains, and he knows who he is because he does listen. Um, and he maintains he's got no interest, no truck with Formula One, um, and hasn't had for a wee while because it's just too boring. And I kind of see where he's coming from but i it's is it the only motor racing really on british telly i mean there must be btcc ccc but that's just bumper cars um Ooh. jason plato ignoring track limits Ooh. um yeah okay uh move on um i i enjoyed i think yesterday's result first and second place yeah whatever but fernando what is he 41 years old fighting his way up to the third place top marks i've always liked fernando um always have always will i know he, probably like all f1 drivers he can be a bit of a douche but um i think i, I just love the fact that he got there and, and then uh, he said something funny as he went past one of them uh he i think he overtook a mercedes and just went bye bye <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'll, I, you know, I always find him difficult to warm to. And then there was that time when he tried blackmailing Ron Dennis over the yeah, Ferrari gate. <laughs> and I think, what an absolute... Although it backfired. Well, I mean... Hmm, Hmm. Anyway, it, didn't it? that's not a good. That's not a good look. Um, it was something like a hundred plus Grand Prix he's done without touching the podium, which I thought was interesting. He has made some bad choices. Let's put it that way. Um, he's been around now. Of, I been... think with with Lance uh, and Lance's dad, he's, he's he's well certainly on the data provided by one Grand Prix out of what twenty three odd this year. Um, He's done well. And I loved Lance Stroll. I saw an interview with Lance Stroll, who was being very smiley and very happy for Alonso and all the time thinking, God damn it, my dad bought this company. My dad bought this car. My dad bought me everything. And this Spaniard has just drifted in and near enough won a race. But he didn't do it in that accent. Because <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I can't, what is he, Canadian? I can't. No, he he will forever can't offend the Canadian listener. He will forever sound like that in my head. <laughs> a sort of slightly wheezy mutley. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my throat. Anyway, we will. We will. I think we'll return to F one actually because I think there's a lot to be said for oh, yeah. as, with slot cars. I don't mean the the real size one, but I think the oh no, I'll drag that back. The fairy the fairy dust of Formula One. I think we uh, we need to revisit with the slot one. But the other thing which caught my eye this week was that true speed controllers are available through uh, Pendle. Other other slot providers are available, but. Um, now, I recently had to replace one of my polycar controllers, and I was saying, what should I, you know, should I get? And people said, oh, get one of these, get one of these, and we're all like 60, 70 quid, whereas to replace my polycar controller was a tenner or something. Um, and so that's what I did. But I got a tax return. Have I mentioned I got a tax return? I got a tax no, return. I really? got a tax, yeah. And hang on, hang on. So that's a return of taxes that you have paid returned yes. to you. So you basically have some money in your hand. I have money in my hand. Well, nobody has oh, money wow. in their hand anymore. It's all virtual. Why did you keep it? that secret? Sorry, you I just told I, us about that earlier. It's the highlight of my week. Anyway, it means I've got money to, I'm going to use the word spend, not waste, spend on things like fancy controllers. But I had a quick look and I got really scared. There was one was like 200 odd quid. And I thought, my God, no. Um, and they've got knobs on and all that. So take you do this sort of thing. What hang do... on, hang on. Uh-huh. Uh, let me just check this. This, this is pertinent for one dear listener. Uh-huh. He knows who he is. Would you say they have knobs on, Scott, or do they have dials? Is it knobs or is it dials? They're knobs because you, you hold them between your fingers and turn them, so like a radio on-off knob or an on-off. They're not a dial. A dial is something you can... Read so okay, it suits my it suits my argument if you could just say they're both the same thing knobs and dials, please. Okay, that's <laughs> okay for the purposes of argument. Let's say they're the same thing, even though they're not. <laughs> Damn, you'll edit that out. Sorry, they have they 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 do have multiple knobs and dials. I restricted myself to two knobs. <laughs> this is going to go horribly wrong. 
you know earlier you you said that i had accidentally ticked a box on one of the podcast hosts that said our show was explicit let's not go there scott let's keep it let's keep it clean with the knob talk <laughs> oh it's always good to keep your knob clean that's for sure anyway oh well i mean you get you know you get oil deposits and tire deposits you've got to be careful <laughs> how you get tire deposits on your controllers oh maybe you're not and oh, whatever Anyhow, which one are you going for? Well, I don't know. That's the question. It's sort of, I thought, having thought, oh, maybe I'll get one of these. I think, well, which one do I get? I don't know. Well, I have um, a little experience here. Uh, as I said in the preamble, I did once upon a time have a slotted SCP, whatever it is, uh, controller. Uh, at least three knobs, possibly a dial, uh, some kind of switching as well. Way too complicated for a bear of a very little brain like me. So I sold it after a a short period of trying to fight the darn thing. I believe they're easier to understand now or they come with better instructions or something, whatever. I stuck with my Palmas for a while. I had some issues getting spares and so I went with True Speed and I think I've got their bog standard, cheap and cheerful. It is digital. It's got two knobs on it and it's a joy to use, as is the company. Shout out to True Speed. Forgotten the name of the dude. Very, very helpful by email and repaired. He says... I managed to break it in a way that he's never seen one break before. <laughs> a crash test dummy me. Um, <clears throat> and so I sent it back to him and he wouldn't take money. I said, uh, it probably was within the year, maybe. And I said, I'm quite happy. I'm happy with the product. I'm happy to pay for a repair. I don't think it was going to be massive, but I'm happy to pay for a repair. And he wouldn't uh, wouldn't take return postage either. So, um, And it is repaired and it's a joy. Okay. Deep joy. I would suggest just buy the basic one. You will be impressed. Now, you said the word digital, though, but I don't run digital. Or is that not the kind of digital? No, you don't you have to. Well, hang on. Have I, yeah, have I got my wires crossed again? Um, <laughs> I hope not, because you'll be going backwards. <laughs> oh, no. oh, don't start. <laughs> it, it's quite amusing at the club. Whenever I've played with the car at home, get to the track, put it on, and it goes backwards, there's always people rolling their eyes. And I, yeah whatever i'm used to it um no they i believe they are called digital controllers because they don't have a resistor in them the resistance is done digitally have i just completely misunderstood the concept again well, well i don't know you're the one that's got one but um so I, but that, me, I know anything but that well it sort of widens because i looked at the list of what was available and there was a few of them said digital and i thought well i don't need to consider them then because i don't run digital but maybe i do well i will check what i have got i can't get to it without making a lot of noise uh, where i'm at the moment um but i think because that is purely the way it operates rather than you know lane changing tomfoolery which as we all know is the work of satan okay i was gonna say we could insert the sort of benny hill music here while you go and look for your controller that would be i uh, forget that we could do that kind of editing, but but yeah. uh, probably would fall foul no. of all sorts of copyright anyway. Well, that, so so yeah. I I I'm yeah I'm willing I'm on the cusp I'm on the verge I'm in danger of buying a controller with knobs on, and my fear I'm is going to say I I wouldn't know what to do with it. I, I, I will tell you now, you if you get one, you will never go back. You will just hang on. Do you run brakes at your track? Uh no, well you see my oh, track on my no. on my track at home. Yeah, uh, it depends which. I mean the polycar 
doesn't have brakes, I don't think. Um Is it not? Oh. The Carrera does. Well I don't know if you'll I don't know if you'll see such a stellar difference, but I was just blown away by how much smoother I but the more the better control I had through a corner. I mean obviously I went giddy with it and fell off, but um the controllers just even things out and make it it it, it um it almost reinvented the hobby. Almost. That is quite a Or my appreciation of it. It's an extraordinary thing. Yeah. That is quite And then of course you get the joy of playing with the knobs and um setting things incorrectly and um making a mess of things. I hope everybody noticed I didn't pick up on that um, opportunity yeah, there. Well done you. But that so you can do it if I, you actually try. If I can. Um okay then. So I'm I'm I think I'll probably will take a leap and get one. And I, the reason for why now, because truce I didn't realise they were made in Britain, if I'm honest. Um and um does that make a difference? Yes, it does. Why not? Let's support local businesses. Well, come on, yeah, wave the flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So, uh, but you've given me a good recommendation, even though you can't remember what you've got or how it works. What it is I've got? <clears throat> I don't know this house I'm in at the moment. I'm not sure it's mine. Is it? How do I live here? <laughs> I was just trying. I was just trying to think of the trust pilot review. You know, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what I bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, there's probably quite a lot of them like that, aren't they? Um, well, it won't arrive in time. When I'm saying that, I never know. It won't arrive in time for me to go my next outing going racing. Uh, if I told you, I'm going racing again, clubbing. Um, on you did tell me, but where are you going? Well, it's down the road, wouldn't it? Down the road, very, right. very local. A club in the village called Ifold, which is about six miles away from me. Um, and I think it's been there for some time. And it's bizarre that I, I think I probably did know about it, but then because I wasn't really going out racing or anything i'd kind of forgot um anyway i've rediscovered it a bit like discovering australia it was there all the time but somebody rediscovered it uh and i'm going to go and i i don't really understand how it works you can you can they do a sort of handicapping system uh hopefully that means sort of certain laps rather than they take you out the back and make your knees articulate the wrong way but i so i'll report back how i get on i mean we can tell how i'm going to go on it's going to be moderately badly but that's not the point of going it's to meet people to try new tracks and all that sort of thing so i'll let you know but i don't think i can get a new controller in time have you have you actually spoken to them i say that because i think i said to you the <clears throat> i don't want to queer your pitch but i thought they sounded slightly sniffy <laughs> in that it's like invite only oh by the way we only race 50s and 60s cars or something which sounds good it? sounds good to me um no, I have been. I have been. I have been in contact. I've been in contact with someone, and they've been very welcoming. So, um, but oh, I'm, you said that. You did yes. say that when yeah. I said, "Are they a bit sniffy?" <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't think they've been sniffy. Well, they may have been. They may be. You know, busily saying, "My God, we've avoided him all these years, and he's found us again." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that that bloody Scotsman from down the road. He's threatening to come down. But I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. So do you know what you'll be racing on? Uh, Scalectrix, Ninko, uh, Polycar, Carrera, Wood? Pass. I don't know. Um, okay. So I don't know. Um, it's not digital. It's analog racing. I believe so. Um, you're, you're... Crash and burn. Do they use brakes? Come on, Scott. Have you done your research? No, because you know that sense of discovery and all that sort of thing. 
But also, it doesn't matter because it's not like I'm going to go, ah, the running career, a track I'm not going. I mean, it's, you know, that's not the point, is it? So No, 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 no. Just simply, I don't know, to fill some time on the podcast, just you know, <laughs> pad it out a bit. Uh, and, genuine, and genuine curiosity. I wondered what, yeah, okay, so in my head, when, um, when I read the thing and obviously focused on the wrong thing, but they were slightly sniffy and running 50s, 60s cars, I just thought, mm, that's going to be routed wood. That's... These these are diehard enthusiasts. This is going to be routed wooden brass chassis. Oh, I don't know. I think they're I think they're out of the box type things uh, from the. So oh, okay. so I've been sent a list of all the cars which have been running, and they're sort of uh, all, all the things that people have already run. Therefore, pick from this list kind of thing. Uh, so it's all out the box things, and um, I'm sure, like everywhere, people have prepped them and to varying degrees. That's fine. Uh, uh, I will. I will read. No, I'll are just going to read the list. No, I will think of a few things. My tactic, and that's a really overstated Ooh. word for what I do with these things, is take the car which is easiest to drive that I'm least worried about getting broken because it's a new track. Uh, you wouldn't, you know, the chances. The key thing is to stay in the slot for as long as possible. Um, so that means not driving. Oh, you've worked it out. Yeah, I've worked that's, it out. That's you've got it sus. So, uh, so something which handles nicely is very forgiving, all that sort of thing. So uh, that'll be really my key criteria. But the uh, I haven't thought about what we. But I've got quite a lot of fifty, sixty stuff, so it shouldn't be too bad. But I think the one of the things I did pick up on is it's you know you could race, and I maybe got this wrong. We'll find out when I go along because it's a handicapping system. They don't, you know, you could have a front-mounted motor Hornby car, which goes at a certain speed, and or you could have a sidewind or something else, and the handicapping system will take care of that, so you can compete with those two cars at the one time. Now that's not or not, Scott, mm-hmm. or, and I'm mindful of the time here, but I thought you were setting me up to introduce your thing about that fifties car that you discovered, the motor. Offset. Oh, oh, well, that yeah, that dementia, dementia. It's terrible thing. Dementia, terrible thing. So, uh, some of the stuff I bought from eBay was a D-type Jag. Great, and I remember, oh, I've got a set of these somewhere. So I dug out, and it's the Le Mans fifty-five set from Skeletric. Another D-type Jag, which I got out of the box, took the magnet out, took it apart, and there was an SLR Mercedes. Again, took that apart to get the magnet out, and I discovered the motor is not only front mounted, but it's offset to the left. So it's basically the driver's lower legs and feet is where the motor's nice, which I couldn't really understand, other than it leaves a little bit more space for a passenger footwell. But that was bemusing because when you put the body on, you can't see the passenger side at all because it's covered by a tonneau. Looking at the range, they did one version i think which was two people the famous sterling moss jenks, jenks. one yeah uh, and i thought oh well, that must be to show that off so i've been inevitably that became an ebay uh, quest uh, none found so far um so i can only assume it's to accommodate jenks's little feet and his map and all his all that sort of stuff but it seemed hey, extraordinary so what was what was the eBay search? Why did you discover well, I got space for Jenks's feet and then think, oh, I must go to eBay? I must go what and, were you looking for? Well, one of the cars, because the car I've got has just got the driver in and it's got a tonneau cover. I'm with you. So sorry, I, want, I wanted to yeah, find yeah. one that had got a little Jenks in it because it now seems like mm. a question these asked. But I suspect they're unobtainable because of history and money and all that sort of thing. 
I'm not familiar with that model, but I'm going to assume it's quite pretty. It is quite pretty, and the detail on the drivers is nice. Um, one of the other things about that model, uh, or that, yeah, that model, they do the closed coupe version, the Uhlenholt, of which there were only two in reality, and it never raced. But Skeletric made a model of it. Uh, and I was speculating last week, was this the most unused so they had to make a, a molding to make the top of this car um and i guess it's the same chassis but the top of the car was this the most kind of obscure one-off um and a listener another listener uh, and also a friend no. another friend pointed out that sex made just one livery of a fiesta rally car the sort of slightly wide bodied one but also as far as i can work out just one livery of the alpha super touring car which was also done by Fly, but as far as we know, SCX made just one livery of it. Um, so oh, the... I had, I think it's it's in my eBay box to be sold, that um, SCX Alpha. It's a pretty wee thing, but I distinctly recall at the time thinking, oh, great, they've made this. There'll be some nice uh, liveries of it. But you possibly are right. There were none. So it's, you know, it's a kind of ongoing quest. What are the most... Well, not obscure, because I think obscure, you would probably say some resin hand-built thing, but what's the most kind of mainstream, but oddly only one one version of? And it sort of begs the question, why did, why did it get made? Why didn't they make other ones? It's all fascinating stuff, perhaps. Mm, you say that, but I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> okay, well, that's because you're old. But anyway. <laughs> nah. I'm in a stranger's house. I don't know where I am. <laughs> It's probably what we've got to do, Scott. It's pro yep. probably time to say that's all we have time for this week. Uh, next time on Talking Out of Slot, frustrated at friends and relatives not giving us what we really want as birthday gifts, we're going to be revealing what models we'd make. Which models we'd make? The models we'd make if we ran our own slot car company. And, and are we to buy ourselves a birthday present? Because my birthday's next Monday, and I'm thinking. Should I be buying myself a present? Always if I do. I'll just dis I'll discuss it with you. I I am a great believer in self gratification. I'll leave it at that. Mm, trouble is, my one to ones in the garage at the moment, and that's going to cost a penny. Well, well you, oh, yeah. Well, mm, just yeah. Well. You're only whatever age you're going to be once. Yes. Anyway, and on that bombshell. On that bombshell. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you can't bear to miss another episode, you can subscribe in all the usual <laughs> ways via your podcast platform of choice. Thanks and goodbye. Cheerio, Scott. Okay, now you can say something and I can use it in an outtake. There's not stuff we can take out of that anyway, I don't think. Um, no. Damn. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. All the uh, what happens when I stop recording? All the, knob, all... All the knob stuff. I don't know. <laughs> and a reference to Benny Hill carry on the whole gamut of British seaside comedy uh, I'm going to press stop recording and I do not know what will happen what did, so, what did, uh, maybe speak to him